This is the Yab Convocast, one-on-one conversations with your other brothers' authors, community members, supporters, and friends. What's up, Yabbers? My name is Tom, and this is not your other brother's podcast. This is, spoiler alert, I almost called this show, this spinoff show, not the Yab Convo cast, but I almost was very tempted to call it the Your Other Brother's Other podcast <laughs> or the Yovo cast. I think that would have been really fun, but I think it would have been a little wordy to like type up every single time. So we went with the Convo cast. I think it flows better. And it kind of is just more apt about what we're doing. It's just one-on-one conversations with me and various authors, contributors, community members, and community supporters of Your Other Brother's. And for those that don't know, if if you just don't know, we are your other brothers and we're a community navigating faith, homosexuality and masculinity together. Um, And thanks to our friends on Patreon. We we recently crossed an amazing threshold on Patreon, have this new support. um, And we we said when we hit a certain goal, we would start producing combo casts again. We did this about a year ago, hard to believe. Um, When the pandemic was just starting, um, I decided to take a break from the regular podcast and do do a little convo cast to check in more often with our community members for these bite-sized 20-minute episodes. Um, It was really fun. It was a fun run of episodes to do, um, and we haven't done one since since almost a year ago, until until now, until today. And we plan to do these every other week now from from now on, at least for the foreseeable future. So, so if, if you're into shorter podcasts, I hope you will enjoy these episodes because there are so, so many amazing people um, in my life, in the, in the, in the Yob community. And uh, I look forward to broadcasting more of those voices through this other show. And if you're already subscribed to your other brother's podcast, um, then you're subscribed to the Yob combo cast as well. So you can just check your feed. It's all on the same feed. Um, and theoretically every single week, every single Friday, Friday-ish, Saturday, you should see a new episode of something available. So so thank you guys. Thank you, Patreon, for all the support. I'm really excited to kick off this new season of the ConvoCast with one of our newer authors. I He's never been on a podcast, but that changes today. So welcome, everyone, to the Yob ConvoCast, Aaron. What's up, Aaron? Hello. Thank you for having me. And uh, I'm excited to finally get my voice out there instead of just your voice word is out there beyond the written word. It's now officially the audible word. So it's so glad. I'm so glad to have you. I've said that multiple times. It's so glad. I don't know where that's coming from, but I'm so glad. Okay. It's your first one in a while. Like you said, we're bringing (laughs) it back. So I'm bringing it back. I might be a little rusty setting this all up, but once we get going, I mean, this is it. We're going, this is, this is, I think episode 23 of the combo cast so we're just going to pick up as if no time has passed from from our last combo cast but uh aaron for those that may not know you you've written a few blogs why don't you tell the people if they're if they're new to yob or if they they haven't checked out your blog tell us a little bit about yourself yeah so my name is aaron um i'm from the beautiful state of minnesota where it's currently blue skies and negative 30 degrees but there's no mosquitoes, so silver linings. We're always looking for those in Minnesota during the winter. Um, yeah, I work in finance, and I think I've been part of Yob now since September 2017. So it's been, wow, it's been a while already. Uh, writing maybe for the last year or so, but only six blogs. So still kind of getting that quota going here. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... 
I'm really excited to be a part of Yab, be able to do some blogs and to get to be a part of some of this podcast side of things now as well. Yeah. So good to have you. I, um, yeah, I'm just, it's been so fun getting to know all of our community members and to see community members step into various roles within, within Yab. And so to see you blogging now, and now you're on the podcast and spoiler alert, we plan to have you on like the, the main show, the, at the, at the big kids table in, in wow. a month or so. So everyone can stay tuned for <laughs> just a rapper. Yeah. You write one little blog yeah. and suddenly you're, you're up at the very top with all the, info. we're going to, we're going to see how it goes. Yeah. But I love talking to you. You're, you've become one of my, my better friends through Yab. And so I really appreciate your, your contributions, both with the written word and now with the audible word. Um, oh man, this is happening in real time. Y'all I'm getting a call from my rheumatologist. <laughs> That's an important one. You might want to take that. No, I'm going <laughs> to don't leave a mess. I get so many calls from doctors now, but we're not going to spend time talking about my autoimmune disease. I've done that so many other times in other places, but this is a lot, this is live and unscripted. I forgot to mention that, that for the most part, I might edit here and there, but these convo casts are pretty much 20 minutes, start the clock. And we're just going to follow the rabbit trail, wherever it takes us, whether we stay in the shallow end or uh, Aaron, or if you want to venture out into the deep end with me, we can, we can go there too. Excellent. So, so there's yeah, that. Well, but... if I don't show up on a main podcast in the near future, then you know that this one did not go well in Tom's eye. <laughs> <laughs> He's putting it out there guys for everyone listening. Just on the record. Uh, real quick, before our conversation actually starts, I mean, this is part of the conversation, but Aaron, one of my favorite memories with you, and I have many, I have many favorite memories with you, but one of my favorite memories with you was when we were walking through the park in Minneapolis, through like this art sculpture garden. Yeah, the thing. Walker for people Art who are Museum. Familiar, yeah, yeah, for people who are familiar with Minneapolis, they have this fantastic art museum, sculpture garden, like all kinds of things to, to, to look at. But um, they had this thing where you walk in, it's like this little building separate from the main building and you walk into it and the whole building itself is like the art piece essentially. But you like walk into the building with an open roof and you just like, literally it's just four walls with an open roof and you look up and it's like the sky is the canvas. Like that's the painting. And you just look up at the sky and clouds will come in or an airplane might go overhead or the sun might be out or it might be hidden. Um, but all you do, and there's benches along the walls, all you do is sit <laughs> yeah. in sort of a reverent silence and you just stare up at the sky as the painting and you just gawk and wonder wonder at this at the sky and um we even took it a step further us two and a couple friends we just laid down we actually laid down on the floor (laughs) we did and it was a cement hard cold floor (laughs) on the cement it was summertime so it was warm out but like we lay down this hard cement looking up and it was just it was just wonderful and people would walk in and probably like oh that's weird well there was a whole class of like kindergartners that came in while we were laying on the floor (laughs) i i just I just have so many fun memories. Whenever I think back on, I think about you and I think about Minneapolis, I, I inevitably think about that looking up at the sky. So, yeah. so thank you for sharing in that wonder with me. Aaron. My pleasure. That was definitely a highlight of our time. <laughs> yeah, I had enjoyed it. Uh, so if anyone wants to visit Minneapolis, go, go there to that little, is it still there? I'm assuming it's still there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what we're best known for probably is the cherry and the spoon that's got yeah. mountain with it. But that museum it's a modern art museum. The sculptures outside are really pretty cool. And then they've got that little, it's almost like an optical illusion sort of thing where it messes with your depth perception a bit because of how the ceiling is cut out. It feels like the sky is like right there on the ceiling. And while I'm not necessarily 
a big fan of modern art. Like I've been in the Walker Museum and I I'm not I don't love it. They've got like hoses that are made into snakes you. and stuff. It just doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. But um the outside is very cool and that particular building is one that I've always really enjoyed. So yeah, it's such a cool place. I miss I miss it. I hope to be back soon, Aaron. It's been far too long. I used to make regular yes. Minneapolis trips and it hasn't been hasn't happened in a while for well, yeah, and all sorts of reasons. I'm about to have a house with an actual guest room. So when you Let's visit talk about that. Yeah. You are about to be a homeowner for the first time in your life. Yeah. What is that about? Uh, I'm really excited. I've been renting for a lot of years now, as most people do when they're going through college and everything. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I realized rent is just expensive these days. And my brother was thinking about getting a house and I, I, he started looking a little bit and I found out what it was going to cost him monthly to get a pretty decent house. And it was like a hundred dollars more than renting. And you actually own an asset. You actually have like quadruple the square footage and you can do what you want with it. So that sparked the journey for me about a year ago. Um, and so this past summer, I started actually looking pretty seriously, doing all the pre-approval and getting a real estate agent and everything. Um, and me and a, another friend are buying a house together. So I'm excited. I'm excited because I'm going to have a lot more space. It's a nice house in a good location. It's going to cut a bit of time off my commute rather than an hour. It'll be 45 minutes. And, um, I'm going to have a proper guest bed instead of my, what I, what I tend to do is give up my bedroom when people come visit my apartment and I go sleep on the couch, which is lovely. It's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. It's so sacrificial. It's so humble. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a great thing, but that is like a huge, yeah, it's a huge step to make a, to make the jump from rental to ownership and to have that room, to have that space, to have that hospitality, which sounds like you guys are, are eager to partake in. So that's just super cool to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And I, both of us, um, Joseph and I, we both have a big vision for hospitality. And so I think we're going to live well together in a lot of ways. We have kind of a common vocation in some way of making our home a place where people can come and be spiritually like refreshed and connect with other people that they mm. love and care about them and feel that. So it'll be nice. I'll be able to throw you in the basement guest room now and keep my own bed and throw me in the basement. I would love that. Yeah. I've slept in many a basement over the years and there's such a cozy feeling about sleeping below the earth. <laughs> well, and Our basement is a full basement. It's nine feet below the earth. So wow. It's a place to be if there's a tornado. That's for sure. There's a tornado. I'm safe. I'm set. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. That's super huge. I've like, okay. So I've never owned either. And I'm like somewhere around a decade older than you. I don't know what the exact number is, but like I've never, I've always rented and, and I just assumed for like pretty much up until last year, pretty much up until the pandemic, I've assumed that I'm just going to rent the rest of my life. I can't imagine going through the work and the energy and the time it takes to figure out buying a home. And then by the time it like all goes through and by by the time I get it, then all of a sudden my heart is longing to be somewhere else, which is the story of my life. And so like in my head, I've never been able to rationalize. Why would I ever make that commitment? Like if I'm going to buy a home, I'm basically saying like, yeah, I could, I could put it up for sale whenever I want again. Right. But like, I don't know. I'd want to, I'd want to be around for at least a decade or so, like to, to really enjoy the, enjoy the thing, enjoy the place. Um, but something happened like during when the pandemic hit and I started taking more walks because things were closed or, or the gym, I wasn't part of the gym anymore. I would take lots of neighborhood walks in Asheville, the neighborhood where I'm in specifically has all kinds of just amazing homes, probably 
I mean, I feel like most homes are outside of my budget, but I would, I would say all of these homes are extremely out of my budget. Nonetheless, though, walking around, just getting a sense of like, oh my gosh, like, look how they did that yard or look how they, look how they painted their front door, like some simple things that just was like, man, I wish I had that. I wish I had a sense something of ownership that you get like to make that. your own and you get to really express yourself, yeah. in, which is something that I think you do well. Like it seems like over the years, as you've traveled around, you've found a lot of value in making your space feel like your space in your home. And yeah. um, when you actually own the house and you have a yard and you have all this stuff, you can do that on a whole different level. But to your point with a wandering spirit, you are kind of nailing yourself down to a certain location for yeah. at least five or 10 years. But I mean, like I said, I will say the thought has at least germinated and it's like, I don't know how far it's taken root or how long it will take to bloom. Um, but there is this thought in my head now of like, okay, wouldn't it be nice if I did have my own space um, larger than what I have now? And I'm blessed with where I am now because I have a guest room in my apartment and, yeah. and I've been able to like make the inside, at least of my apartment, the way I like it. And it's by far the most effort I've ever put into a place that I live. I just have no control over the outside, obviously. So that's, that's kind of the limitation of it all. And there's other people in the building, but other than that, like it's, I feel like this is a step in that direction. Like maybe, maybe I'm losing a little bit of my wandering spirit and becoming more, more stable. I don't know if that's a bad thing or not, but it's, I, I feel like maybe that's thing. what's been. No, happening. it's good. I mean, you're getting older, Tom. So at some point, I am you know, just in somewhere. <laughs> I know, um, I know, and I feel, I feel like I'm supposed to be where, right where I am right now. And so we'll see, we'll see where yeah. that takes us. But, uh, but man, that's a beautiful thing, home ownership. I wish you well on that, and yeah, I can't wait to visit someday. Um, yeah. But if I visit again, you just have to promise that we go back and lie down in the in the weird art building again. As That's long as you I come during a warm time of year. <laughs> no, January January next year, we're going straight to there. Negative 30. We're going to lie down on that cold, hard cement. And we're going to enjoy it. We'd make it about 10 minutes and then we'd die. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be worth it. That'd be a beautiful place to die. And we'd, yeah, kind of, a, we'd become one with the room and the sculpture. Yeah. Yeah, we would just we would keep for the whole winter and then people could figure out what to do with us after that. But yeah. Um wow, this took a dark turn really quickly. But but anyway. Do, but that's okay. That's the world we live in. You either laugh or you cry. You might as well laugh about the darkness. That's right. What a way to what a way to put it. Um yeah, so that's that's kind of a, a little snapshot of home ownership. We have like a, a couple other guys like Ryan owns a home. My only concern with home ownership, because I love the owner the ownership of it, but like, are you freaked out at all about stuff like plumbing disasters or electrical stuff? Or like, how do yeah, you feel about all of that? I am not handy at all. So <laughs> <laughs> there's like, and do you have any handy people that are going to be living with you? That's, that's the question. Um, Joseph is probably better with a hammer than I am, but that okay. doesn't really say a whole lot. And I don't think I don't think you can about... hammer a toilet, but maybe <laughs> yeah, right. See, that just shows times. already like, yeah, I'll take a hammer to the plumbing. That should fix it. Um, no, my brother is very handy. My dad and stepdad are both quite handy. So I have people in my life who are handy. Um, but I also my goal in life has always been to make enough money that I can just hire a plumber to come fix right. it for me <laughs> rather than having to pull up the YouTube videos and um, figure all that out. And we'll see if that's, I'm hoping uh, over the first few years that we're, we don't have any issues. We bought a new construction home. And so with that, it actually comes with a lot of warranties for the first year. Um, 
So if anything happens, actually the first year or two, they'll come out and fix it for us. So that's good. That to me is kind of a nice way to ease into home ownership a little bit because there's some guarantees that everything's new first off. And if they mess anything up, then it's their fault and they'll come fix it for the first couple of years. But that's another perk of having a roommate, somebody to live with you because you split the down payment, you split the closing costs, and then you have somebody who's going to help share the expense of mm. needing to put on a new roof or whatever else may come. Ooh, say that word again. I, I, I say both roof and roof. <laughs> it just depends. I was hoping, I was hoping we would get some, yeah, some Minnesota twang. I, I yeah. was really hoping some, some words would come through. I don't know. I don't know how to prompt other O words or a words <laughs> yes. out of you, but Minnesota. Yeah. Tor- tornado. <laughs> tornado. I don't, I don't know. I'm not really from Northern Minnesota. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's very northern, subtle with you. Yeah. Northern. So I didn't say Northern. Or I don't know how to say it. Non- <laughs> but yeah, no, it's kind of subtle where I am. Yeah. Very nice. Um, well, real quick, Aaron, in our remaining time, um, as another way to just get to know you, do you remember how you even stumbled into our midst? Like you mentioned, you've been part of Yob since 2017. Like, do you remember where you were before Yob or before anything like Revoice was in the mix or any any of this like new side B world that's kind of emerged in the last few years? Like, are you do you remember where where you were both either literally or or figuratively for that matter? Yeah, well, I was in college, and so for me, college was kind of this experience of figuring out my sexuality. Um, and so when I came in as a freshman, I I hadn't really done much with my sexuality yet. Uh, that was back in 2013, I think. So, um, you know, I was just trying to figure out how do I even deal with something like this? My plan before that had just been to keep it to myself. I was hoping I'd just become straight at some point. Um, and through college, I really found a lot of experiences with God. We had some um, Christian speakers. We had one in particular, um, Christopher Yuan, who some people may be familiar with, who came to campus yeah. my freshman year and spoke. And he talked about his testimony of becoming a Christian, but it didn't seem like his sexuality changed when he became a Christian. And that for me was sort of an opening of a, a big old can of worms of figuring out, oh, this might be a long-term thing. And I might actually have to find ways to cope with this in healthy ways rather than just pretending it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um so that's kind of started a journey of coming out over the next few years in college. Um, I started to hear of some other people on campus who were gay, but they were all side A. Um, none of them were were held to a traditional sexual ethic. And so I wasn't really sure what to do with that because I didn't feel that was a good path for me. Uh, but I still felt like I needed support. And so I turned to books mostly. I did a lot of self-support and self-help um through reading and through googling and other stuff like that i i don't know why it never even occurred to me throughout all of college to google like i don't know sexuality help or like side b or anything that would have led me to your other brothers it just never crossed my mind i always was googling like good books to read on sexuality which was very helpful for me um and so I made a friend in, in college named Joseph, who's part of Yob, and he, um, we met each other actually before either of us had come out publicly or really with anybody. Uh, we didn't know each other was gay. And as we kind of approached our final year at Bethel, uh, the college we went to, 
we realized like he came out publicly and I realized he was gay. And then later down the road, I came out to him. And so that was my first experience of having somebody who is same sex attracted is Christian, but also firmly rooted in uh, a Christian sexual ethic or traditional Christian sexual ethic. And so we both sort of felt this call to be celibate or at least not marry um, or have sex with the same sex. But, um, you know, I guess I didn't really know anybody outside that, but he was a pretty good resource. And he actually is the one who came across um, your other brothers and showed it to me. And I, I read a little bit about it. Didn't get super into it at first. I just didn't really read online blogs. Um, (laughs) Then he actually joined your other brothers. And I started hearing all these things about these other SSA Christians in Minneapolis that he was meeting with and like, get to know and stuff and there's these potentials for retreats so i joined yab out of jealousy as much as anything wow well out of positive reasons or negative reasons we're glad you're here i'm here and you know what it was a wonderful thing so regardless of why i came through the door in the first place i am really grateful that i came and it uh it built up a lot of great community for me i I remember that first retreat was really amazing and got to know 40 other people um, who are in similar situations and it's built this online network. So that's been really cool. And obviously brought me here today, getting to be an author and getting to contribute to Yab and getting to uh, speak on this podcast. Yeah. This is the pinnacle. I hope, I hope you realize this is, I've arrived in life. I always, you've arrived. Like what is the purpose of my sexuality? (laughs) But sitting here with you today, Tom, this is it. Talking to me about home ownership and jealousy. That is the pinnacle of Yab existing. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else has joined Yab because of jealousy. I'm sure someone out there maybe has. Yeah. Comment comment on this episode, y'all, if you're listening and you joined because of jealousy as All well. Right. I would love to feel validated that I'm not the only one. <laughs> Connect with Aaron, yeah. My sin is not as heinous as I originally thought. <laughs> you can you can comment below. You can email him. He's got an email, Aaron at yourotherbrothers.com. Feel free to just share, Support commiserate. Me. In that, uh, in that yeah um well that's really cool it's good to get a little bit of a backstory i know the goal of these combo casts is like to 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 kind of dip our feet in and and see where it takes us and and especially for new people who have never been on a podcast production before like give give the audience just a little a new perspective on on who you are so if you guys want to learn more about aaron you can go to yourotherbrothers.com go to his author page you can read his how many posts you got now aaron i think six Six. Okay. We're well on our way. Close. Getting close to double digits. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. (laughs) Hopefully (laughs) soon you get there soon here. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully before the year is out, you're, you're easily into the, into the double digits. Um, and hopefully a few podcasts under your belt too. I would, I would, again, I hope this is not the last that we hear from you. So I'm sure it won't be. People can stay tuned. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, that's all for the Yob Convo cast season premiere. We're back. We'll be doing this again in two weeks. And so we'll have, we'll have another fantastic guest. I actually don't even know who it's going to be yet. These, these things are fun because with the Yobcast, it's very meticulously planned. And with the combo cast, it's like, it's literally me texting my friends and be like, Hey, are you free? <laughs> are, you, are you free next week for 20 minutes to record? Cause I would love to talk to you and just have uh, have a fun time. So, um, so if anyone out there is listening and just know, I might be, I might be hitting you up soon. So be ready. Be ready like Aaron was ready today. Um, Thank you again, Aaron. So good to have you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. And uh, glad that these are starting back up. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't have a good sign off yet for the combo cast. I, I was trying to remember the intro from last year, and I, I think the way it ended was just like bye. <laughs> so, so if y'all have a good sign off for the the combo cast, can't be the same as the obcast, but uh, but let us know. Um, oh no, you know what? Okay, here's how we're gonna sign off because we're still in the pandemic. I remember last year because the pandemic was just starting that the Yob sign off, the, the Yob, what is this? The ConvoCast sign off was a variation of the Yobcast sign off because the Yobcast sign off is you are not alone, even the sparrow finds a home. Um, and because at, at the time, theoretically now, we're still in this pandemic a year later, we're supposed to be staying at home, right? Right. I don't know how often people are actually doing that, but, but I changed the sign off last year to you are not alone, even the sparrow stays at home. That's perfect. And so even... So, so hope, let us hope. I don't have to say that all year long as this combo cast progresses. Right, another year later, <laughs> we're still saying it. <laughs> yeah, because I also dubbed last year, it was the, the Yab Corona combo cast because it was this like limited edition thing where I thought for sure after April, we would not be in a pandemic anymore. But um, nonetheless, we're still in a pandemic. Let's hope I don't have to say this all year long. But remember friends, you are not alone. Even the sparrow stays at home. See you next time.